there everyone thank you so much for joining my name is laura and welcome to the she project hi there everyone and welcome to episode one of season two of the she project thank you for joining me I am well aware that I have probably said about 10 times that I was releasing this roundup episode to discuss what we'd looked at in 2020 and what we're going to look at in 2021 um, in season two. However, I took some time off over Christmas. I was off my day job and I also decided to just take some time off from the podcast. I moved house in November, so a lot of November was really busy trying to get the house organised. I also got a new job at the end of the year. I got a promotion in my work, which is amazing. But I was busy trying to get ready for the interview. Um, so yeah, it was a really busy end of the year. But I have finally, eventually got round to doing it. So I'm not going to make this too long. I'm really wanting just to recap on 2020, what we looked at, what my main learns were, and potentially how you can implement that into any goals and objectives that you're looking at for 2021. Um, I personally write out kind of goals that I have for my personal life and my career at this time of year. So yeah, hopefully this will be able to help you guys with that. And I also wanted to have a look at what the She Project has in store for 2021. So first of all, I just wanted to say a big massive thank you for listening to the She Project, for for all the support that I've got from you guys. I just kind of decided one day that I was going to go for it and start this podcast and I'm so grateful for the positive response. I love getting messages on Instagram, emails, any sort of messages telling me that you've enjoyed the podcast, any reviews. Um, So please do reach out to me if there's something you enjoy or even if there's something that you don't enjoy and you don't want to hear again or something that you think brings you more value, then please, please let me know because essentially I'm doing this for you guys. I want to do a quick recap on what we learned in 2020, looking at some of the episodes and what my kind of main takeaways were from that. So, episode one, Stephanie taught us how to reframe failures, how to become that kind of phoenix out the flame. And once you're outside of your comfort zone, it can be the best thing in the world. Rachel taught us how to look after ourselves and our well-being. Um, it was important at the time and it's even more important now. We're now in, well, in the UK, we're in lockdown. This is the third Scottish lockdown. Now we're in January, it's in the middle of winter, the weather's not great outside. It's so important that we're looking after ourselves for our mental health and our well-being. Rachel gave us so many helpful tips for when we're in the office and when we're working from home. We learned that being a female is not a reason to not achieve your goals and that confidence is a learned behaviour. Laura and Nicole spoke to us about how they have never let being a woman stop them from achieving their goals and that's something that you should also believe. Maeve showed us how timing is different for everyone and you shouldn't compare yourself to other people. Some people get married at 18, some people get married at 30, some people start their careers at 16, some people start their careers at 50. There's no right or wrong and timing is different for everyone. So you just shouldn't compare yourself. Tracy spoke to us about what it's like to be a woman in technology and opened my eyes, I'm sure they opened your eyes as well, to how even senior leaders suffer from crisis of confidence and things like imposter syndrome and they also have that voice of self-doubt in their head. 
Katie told us everything that we needed to know about networking and building your brand, how to network from home, how to network in the office, what your personal brand is. She covered everything. We looked at the entrepreneurial mindset and how FIFA is able to spot opportunities and how you'll be able to too. Carrie gave us an account of the inequality that she faced in her industry, but how she was able to deal with that and then went on to start her own company. Jen taught us the importance of a support network as well as managers who trusted her and how important that was in her being able to progress her career so quickly. We learned how to utilise our traits to become the best leader that we possibly could be from Emma. These are traits that might have been previously identified as negative traits, but how you shouldn't let that negativity stop you from being who you are. Amy busted the myths around working in tech and told us how to just ask for a seat around the table and how to go out and get that. And last but not least, on episode 12, Nina showed us where to look for development opportunities and how to take ownership of your own career. So I personally have learned so much from the episodes and from being able to speak to these inspirational women. I've been so lucky that I've been able to interview leaders within my industry and even leaders within my own company. It has been amazing. So I really, really hope that you've got almost half as much out of it as what I have. I mentioned that I want to look at some kind of themes that I've found consistent across the episodes and I look at what what I've taken away from it and potentially how you can build that into your plans for 2021. So the first kind of theme that I have noticed and I'm sure everyone else has picked up on it is relationships the importance of relationships in your career so networking mentoring coaching buddying sponsorship so many different types of relationships many different names for them but at the end of the day it is all different types of relationships it means a mutual trust and a mutual respect between you and the other person for me this is important for your career progression but also it is so important for your mental health for your sanity for your well-being i spoke about how whereas back in another lockdown potentially you're working from home i have been working from home since march now i don't know what i would do working from home if i didn't have colleagues friends that i could just jump on a skype call with and have a catch-up it's so important for your career but also just for you how can you build that into your 2021 plan so just a couple of sort of hints and tips from me now i would suggest maybe think about someone in your work maybe your wider team your business area anyone someone that you look up to and reach out to them and let them know that you just want to put some time in their diary have a catch-up maybe you could mention you look up to them you would like to one day be where they are in their career and just ask if you can pick their brain people will be more than willing to have that time with you i'm sure that they'll probably be flattered to be honest and they'll be more than happy to set up the time moving on from that that can open so many doors whether it's just using someone as a sounding board for some ideas that you've had or it's turned into a official mentoring relationship or even just again a friendship someone that you can speak to have a coffee catch up with every now and then reach out to an old colleague someone that you worked with you've not spoken to for a while this can be a kind of coffee catch up you can put 
these coffee catch-ups in your diary again that's more from a kind of well-being perspective but also you never know what you're going to get out of these relationships from a purely selfish perspective but a conversation with someone can lead anywhere so please do make sure that you are putting time in your diary for catch-ups coffees you're missing out on that from being in the office so I think it's so so important that you continue with these another kind of suggestion that I've got is and this might not be applicable to everyone depending on who you work for but join a network in your work so I work for a massive company we have different networks where you can get involved in things outside of your usual everyday work if this is something that you don't have maybe in your team or your business think about starting one I know that that might sound like a quite a lot for you but I'm sure everyone would love it whether that's sort of diversity inclusion whether it's more about careers development or even just again like a kind of coffee club that's something that my work have started an official coffee club where you're paired with different people there's so many different things that you can get involved in so try and join a network and if there's none you be the you be the catalyst that starts this Next up, the other sort of theme that I have noticed through each of the episodes, feelings of self-doubt are completely normal. So I mentioned Tracy Besant spoke about the imposter syndrome. So for me, this was a real eye-opener. Tracy Besant was managing director level in Barclays. She was at the top of her game and she was still having these doubts about herself. So if someone at that level who I look up to is having these doubts, then Of course, it's going to be normal that we all have our doubts. I started my new role and my new team at the start of this year, so last week. And you have these doubts when you start a new role. I'm never going to pick this up. I'm never going to be at the level that I should be. You need to choose to ignore these voices. Everyone starts somewhere. Everybody has that voice in the back of their head everyone has a crisis of confidence now and then but just try and have confidence in yourself and like I said confidence is a learned behavior the more you force the confidence the more you'll feel it and if you really really feel like you need to work on a certain area if you think that you're doubting yourself so much and you want to know if there's any grounds to it ask for feedback Jen Drabble spoke about this in her episodes and this is actually something that I have been in contact with Jen about since asking her how I can go about asking for feedback what's the best way to do it who should I be asking so if you think that there's something that potentially you're not as good as what you would like to be ask someone that you've worked with how can you improve in that ask for constructive feedback and build a plan out of that look at how you can move that forward and how you can get better at it feedback can be an amazing tool for things like this so definitely definitely utilize that I have planned that into my 2021 goals objectives so if anyone who's listening will be working with me in my day job over the next six months please be prepared to have a feedback request at least once a month okay so the next point is again for me it was just so so consistent across the episodes everyone who's been able to achieve great things in their career none of them have sat back waiting for it to happen for them they've went for it so you should go for it you should ask for it what do you want out of your career make your intentions clear so ask for what you want and go for it so whether that's telling your manager that you want more responsibilities more opportunities 
if you have that conversation, the next opportunity or the next additional piece of responsibility, the next task that comes along, you'll be at the forefront of their mind. That will be given to you and that will help you further your career. Tell your manager that you want to progress or don't even stop at your manager. Tell your colleagues, tell other senior leaders in your department that you want to progress in your career. Tell them that you've got ambitions. People want to know this. If the senior leaders are made aware of how much you want to be able to progress, then they'll be more than happy to give you these sort of opportunities. If you feel like you don't get enough time with your manager or maybe you don't have any sort of face time with senior leaders, again, go for it. Ask them. Ask your manager for a one-to-one. Just put it in, put it in their diary. This is a part of a line manager's job to give you one-to-one development. If it's a senior leader, ask them for half an hour out of their day, 15 minutes out of their day. A lot of senior leaders in the workplace will be very busy, but maybe it just means that you need to wait two months or a month for their time. I would rather wait two months for 15 minutes than not have that 15 minutes at all. So that's the kind of main three themes I've noticed over the last 12 episodes. Now, I am not as good at giving advice as the guests we've had on, but that is just some of my thoughts, some of my advice. Like I said, at this time of year, I'm writing out my goals, my objectives for the year, personal goals, personal objectives as well as career and work objectives and goals so hopefully some of that has provided some value for you and you can add that into your goals maybe now you that will give you the push that you need to put some time in with one of the directors in your area or a woman that you've admired within your department and and you've always fancied having a catch up with her or just having some face time to find out how she got to where she is today just go for it okay so anyway um what are we going to be doing with the She Project in 2021? So I've got some amazing guests lined up um, already. So I don't want to give too much away, but we will be looking at some really interesting topics. We'll be going from being a young woman in journalism to what it was like to go back to work after being off on maternity when you've got your own company. Other topics that we'll be looking at is how to deal with sort of unconscious bias in the workplace how can you get around that and how can senior leaders actually support to make sure that there is no unconscious bias and there are no microaggressions, these sort of things. So I'm really looking forward to that. I will also be a lot more active on social media. So that was something that I really, I tried to do a little bit more probably around October, November. I started being a bit more active in social media and then when I moved house, and when I was starting to go for my new job, it just all, it all kind of fell to the wayside, if I'm honest. I really want to make sure that I'm using the Instagram, the LinkedIn, the Facebook pages to provide additional content and additional advice and pulling points out of the podcast episodes that might be of benefit, maybe you'll have missed. How can you implement these pieces of advice into your career? How can you network? How can you do different things? How can you progress your career? I want to cover it all um, on social media. So I will hopefully become more active on there. But also on those points about how you can pull certain parts from the podcast, how you can implement that directly into your everyday job. I'm going to be starting a newsletter. So the She Project newsletter. I I did mention it on Instagram. I think I've mentioned it on my LinkedIn and Facebook as well. Again, I just want another platform that I can provide as much value as possible. So my plans really for the newsletter are I want to have a sort of spotlight on the podcasts that are coming up, who we've got on, what our 
discussion points are, what we're looking at, and a little, almost like a bio of the guests that were coming up, just to build a little bit of excitement so you know what you're going to be hearing. I'm also going to be looking retrospectively at the podcast that we've listened to, pulling out those sort of key themes, again, the key parts of the podcast, and actually how you can put that into your career plan, how you can put that into your career and how you can let how you can implement that straight away into your own life. I also want to be doing things like book recommendations. So I am really into reading like self-development career books. So I definitely want to be able to share some of them with you, what I've learned from them and why I recommend them and hopefully you'll be able to get something out of that as well. That's one of my goals for this year, to read a lot more, try and find the time to read a lot more. So hopefully I'll be able to get some great book recommendations for you. That's really it for the newsletter that I've got planned at the moment. So I've mentioned before, like I do this for the people who are listening to the podcast. If anyone's signed up for the newsletter, and if you haven't, then it's in the show notes, please do sign up. And it's also... I've posted it on LinkedIn, it's on my Instagram bio and it's also on Facebook so you have no excuse to get signed up for it. But I'm doing this so that I can help you guys. I'm I'm not doing it for myself so if there's anything that you think would be valuable in a newsletter, again please let me know, please reach out to me. You can email me, my email again is in the show notes, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and I love hearing from people so please do reach out and let me know what you want. Okay, so that is most of the plans for 2021. I'm sure more will happen throughout the year, but I'm really, really excited. I'm feeling optimistic. I I don't know about everyone else, but I personally am feeling a lot better in this lockdown after Christmas. I think it's because in January, I, I, January is a depressing month, but I actually enjoy it because I enjoy start setting new goals. It's a fresh new year. It's a fresh slate. I love planning things so really for me planning my year it's just it's pretty sad but it's exciting <laughs> so yeah I, I, I'm i excited for 2021 I think looking back on paper 2020 can only really be described as a bit of a write-off of a year Um, I think everyone will probably describe it as that but I also do think that when you're looking back a lot of people will hopefully look at the positives of, of it as well. So my previous role, I started on the 23rd of March, which was the same day that a uh, national lockdown was announced and I've been working at home since. There was times that we weren't able to see friends or family. We were stuck indoors. We're back to the instructions of stay home. It, it was really hard. But I have really tried to be looking at the positives what were the positives in my professional life I like I said I started my new role in March it was a new team new opportunities so it was really really exciting although we were stuck at home in a pandemic it was an exciting time for me to be starting a new role work from home brought new challenges and yes it's been very difficult at times but it's also brought more flexibility people are spending more time with their families it brings you a greater work-life I'm lucky enough that I did have my job through the pandemic, but a lot of people are putting far low. But if you look at the positives from that, people are getting to spend time with their families that they would never have had before. They were People were spending summers with their children out in their back garden. Even the last week, we've had snow in Scotland and 
I went out a walk and it was so nice to see all the families out with their sledges and their kids which potentially they wouldn't have had to do and and again I know furlough it's a worrying time I'm not saying that it's not but there are some positives that you can pull out of from it um, I ended in the year with a promotion so I was really over the moon about that and I'm really enjoying even though I'm only in the second week I'm really enjoying the challenges that it's brought and looking forward to really hitting the ground running with it she project I don't know if this would be professional or if this is classed under um, personal but it's been so much fun I I've just I've loved doing it I've loved speaking to all these amazing women I've loved hearing from people who have enjoyed the episodes I've just I've really enjoyed all of it I've had to learn how to edit I've had to learn how to do social media but I've, I've enjoyed it all and it's been great but like I said this is all I do this for you guys so if there is anything that you think would be better would be would add value for you then please please let me know there's also been some highlights personally so me and my boyfriend bought a house we moved into it like I said in November it's like a wee home now I love it so that was really really like a highlight for me in 2021 there was other loads of things so my one of my best friends got engaged there was new babies in my friendship group we had a few lockdown babies um there was just there was so much and I think these are the things that we really need to look back and reflect on rather than dwelling on the negatives I have loved doing this I've really really enjoyed doing the she project I'm glad that I finally got round to doing this kind of round up episode and it's actually gone up on a bit longer than I expected so sorry about that for listening to my uh, me speaking to myself for half an hour but thanks so much everyone for listening I will be kicking off next week with our first guest Angela Choi she'll be talking about how she was able to find her purpose in life and how you'll be able to and how you can too so I'm really looking forward to getting that one out but other than that please keep listening please subscribe review if you're enjoying it let me know and yeah thanks everyone and we'll catch up next week Mm -hmm.